Um, I, saw I saw her too, Chike. Uh, I'm here, guys. There she is. I'll know later. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's definitely an emotional roller coaster. Uh, I'm, I don't go to yeah. movies much, but uh, it, yeah, it was. I needed a box of tissue, and I didn't have anything. So when I left, my entire makeup was ruined. My face was just like, my clothes had, was wet. My shirt was wet for tears. Like, I was boohooing in there. I'm not sure if I want to see it anytime soon again, because I, I, I think yeah. I'm getting my mind right, but it is very emotional. It was a good movie. Yeah. And and did you? I don't know if you got this feeling. Um, you, I, I honestly felt emotionally connected to these characters after seeing the first movie because this movie yeah. does get a little bit more personal into their lives so you feel yeah. like well at least i did i felt more invested into them um especially with them going through what they were going through in this movie i felt like i was a part of it yeah they did a great job of making it seem like you were kind of included in it yes. like you were yes. watching but you kind of knew them you felt like you were watching people you knew Right, so exactly. I think that's what made it even more emotional. You felt a connection to the characters. That's, I agree with that. Yeah. Malcolm Lee gets what, an A-plus from me. Was it as good as the first one? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I, I think people, so. I've heard people say it was actually better than the first one. What do you think? The, arguably so. Yeah, it could be. Okay, I've heard a lot of Depending on how you look at it, yeah, it could be. Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it, the first one was needed for this one to be good, so I can't say it was better, but okay. for a part two, it's the best part two anything I've seen. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yes. usually when you see a part two, you're like, oh, wasn't that great? Like, take it, for example. I love that movie, but I didn't think part two was that great. So I'll say this. If you have to make a sequel – this would be the perfect sequel to make. This is how you would want to do a sequel if you had to do a sequel to a movie. Yeah. You want to go up. You don't want to go down. And this was a step up. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm going to go see it sometime this week, uh, you know, because I know the weekend is going to be flooded. So I'm going to go see it during the week. You know, well, just, you were warned. Take some tissues. <laughs> I'm not crying, so I don't know. But I will say this. When Michelle and I <laughs> went and saw The Butler, we went and saw The Butler, and there was a, a part of The Butler where – I saw Michelle get a little teary eye. Next time you a tear hit me, hit my chair. No, but this time I actually was boohooing. I'm not a cute, crying person. But right, I was, yeah. I, the only thing is, I was with my two girlfriends. They were both crying. Um, everybody was sniffing, trying to be cute, crying. I was straight up boohooing. Like, you don't know. I was emotional. Like, I left, and I was like, I feel so emotional. I felt like crying even after I left. But I went. We all went and got a drink. We went across the street and got a drink. So it was cool. Get your mind right, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else did you all see or that's coming out? Um, no, I didn't see anything else. Um, there are a couple of things I'm looking forward to. Um, Black Nativity. I, I want to yeah. see that. Um. I, I always love to see Angela Bassett on the screen. Anytime I get to see her, you know, I I'm agree. There. Exactly. Uh, I want to see this movie with a Vince Vaughn because I'm a Vince Vaughn fan called Delivery Man, where he uh, artificially inseminated like some kids, and he <laughs> oh, finds yeah, out later right? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There it is. I want to check that out. I like. I'm a Vince Vaughn fan. Mm. There are a lot of holiday movies now. You know, obviously Christmas come around the corner. What, uh, we know that you liked uh, X-Men, too. What what other holiday movies are you looking forward to? 
Um, there's actually, I don't remember the name of it, but the, the, the big cartoon movie that's coming out. I want to take the kids to see that. I secretly do like animated features. I just have okay. to use the kids as a scapegoat to, to right. you know, go see them. <laughs> I'm not going by myself. So that'll be one that I check out. Um, I just don't, I don't like the typical Oki holiday movies. If, you know, you give me an original story, like jumping back some years, but when Home Alone first came out, you know, that was an original holiday story. Um, right. One of my favorite movies is A Christmas Story. That was an original holiday movie. Um, oh, yeah. They try to stick to more original holiday classic. stories instead right. of keep trying to tell the old ones over and over again. We can make some new classics. Exactly. I agree. I agree. How many movies coming out that you look forward to? Yeah, for me, Catching Fire is the big one. Uh, the second oh, Hunger yeah. Games is um that's next weekend and then uh Idris Elba, you know, um I'm sure you guys know who he is, but he's doing the Mandela movie which I just learned about uh that weekend after the end of November. And he's looking pretty good in it. You know, it's about uh, Mandela's early years. So and I know he's had a lot of Mandela movies, it feels like in the past yeah, few years Didicus yeah. and things like that. Uh, but this one should be interesting to kind of see a different route, more of, uh, like I said, kind of the early years. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of people who don't know the history of Mandela, this is a good way to get into it without having to read a book or anything. So, um, And I think he'll do a great job. Yeah, he's a great actor. Okay, okay. Well, guys, we will see you in two weeks because we... I have a quick question for um, GK. Yes, ma'am. Kevin Hart has, like, three movies coming out. Did you see those previews? Oh, yeah. Yes. Man, it's working. <laughs> yes, he is. And he, and he, and he also has uh, a project in development with ABC to get his own sitcom. How about that? Wow. I mean, it's definitely his season. All the comedians definitely go through their, their season. Um, yeah. And you know, he might as well take since, advantage you, of it. Since you brought him up, this man hopped on a plane and came back home to Philadelphia because the school system here is way below, like, poverty, and they're very much in trouble. He dropped $200,000 off just – he was on Twitter, and he said, you know what, I'm coming home. I need to handle some business. He came home, went to City Hall, gave the school district $200,000, and left. Wow. You know, I I saw an interview with him recently, and uh, the interviewer said, you know, this seems to be your – your season right now, do you feel like, are you shocked? He said, no, I've been working hard. <laughs> he said, I've been working hard. I, I deserve this. But, no, he, right, like yeah. I deserve this. But he, but he does, you know, he is grateful for everything. But he said he's putting in a lot of work, you know, for things to turn this place for him. So I'm, I'm happy for him. He, he, he seems like a nice guy. And, the, yeah. you know, when you he's building his little empire. Yeah. What were you saying, Chica? I appreciate the hustle. I said he's building his little empire. You've got to appreciate his hustle. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys, well, listen, have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll talk in two weeks, okay? Absolutely. Sounds great. All right, have a good one. See you, Miss Parker. See ya. Miss <laughs> Parker, now, I know you went and saw uh, the best man. Any, do you have a good weekend overall? Yeah, my weekend was great. I, it was one of my friends' birthday, you know, Scorpio seasons, like everyone around me is a Scorpio. So um, we had a birthday celebration on Friday. We went to this spot called Lips. Very interesting. I saw that. Uh, what was, what, what was that? the highway where the old club Miami used to be. It's a drag 
it's a dinner and drag show. It's pretty interesting. It was, it was actually really fun. Um, okay. They have a location in, I believe there's one in Vegas. I know for sure there's one in L.A. and there's one in New York. Um, okay. It's dinner. It's dinner and drag show. People go for, you know, engagement parties, um, bachelorette parties, birthdays, and it's it's a fun environment. They, do a, they put on a show and, you know, you order dinner and drinks and things like that. So it was really something new to check out. Different, um, okay. Yeah, something different. And then we also hung out on Saturday night, and I went and saw the movie on on Sunday. So okay. I had a pretty pretty busy weekend. Yeah, weekend. Like, like I had a good weekend. You know, I I released my my new single last week. You know, uh-huh. so I've been that. Um, I want to announce, you know, that Stephen I Show is nominated. Well, Stephen I Show and Stephen I me nominated for uh, the HL's Hottest Entertainment Awards. Uh, hottest internet radio show, and then uh, uh, hottest vocalist, and then uh, what is it? Future Rising Star. Well, I've been asked to come perform uh, at the award show as well, so I'll be doing that December eighth. So definitely look out for that. Don't forget to go to ATL's Hottest, ATL's Hottest dot com uh, to vote for us and for myself. And we definitely, uh, you know, appreciate your support. But yeah, that's my that's awesome. Don't forget- Congrats! Congrats! Thank you, and you can go on iTunes and per- and or Amazon and purchase my song "Never Know." So hook hook your boy up. All right, now show some support. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Ron, what's going on with you? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How's how's everything going, Miss Parker, Stephen? What's up? Good. What's good? No, nothing much. Um, I was actually down in um, Spartanburg. Over the uh, weekend, I was okay. at my um, yeah. I was I was down at um, Whopper College with at, it was it was my cousin's um, final college football game. So okay, was, how was so, it? So, um, great atmosphere, not too great result. They lost the game. So oh no, yeah oh, no. yeah, they lost to um. Appalachian State. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But other than that, it was a it was a great weekend. Family, food, fun, the whole nine. It was really nice. Now, okay. what's going on down in in Atlanta, y'all? I mean, what's up with y'all's teams and all the stadiums? The <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> no, it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> I mean. Gosh, now the um the um Braves last year to winning two games the entire season so far, and we lost by yeah. twenty something points to who yesterday? Right. Ah, right. <laughs> it's it's just fell apart. It's 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 over. The um the um season is officially over. Yeah. But y'all, the Panthers are actually playing really good right now. They're um playing the um the the um Patriots up in up in Charlotte, and they're actually winning so far. So congratulations, Patriots. I mean, Patriots, I'm sorry, Panthers. And I actually want to see the Panthers win the NFC South. I don't I don't want the um, Saints to win. That's, that's just me. Now, have you heard this um, this controversy over the um, N-word now? Um, Matt, Matt, Matt Barnes, who is a player for the um, L.A. Clippers, he, he tweeted after he had gotten kicked out of the um, game a couple of days ago. Um, he actually tweeted 
um, saying that he's not going to um, stand up. Like this, this is the last time that he's going to stand up for um, for um, these NIGGASs, meaning his um, his, um, his his um, teammates, because it's costing him a lot of money and and fines. So anyway, he got fined even more money because he used the um, N N word in the tweet. So wow. Charles Barkley and Shaq weighed in on it, and they feel that it's fine for um, him to use the N-word. Well, I, mean, what is, you know, I, don't, so, I don't know um, what my take is on that, but I know that, I mean, if it's against, it's like having a job. If it's against their ethical codes or whatever it is they sign when they're in, in a league, they yeah. don't do it. Just like if you show right. up late to work every day, you may get fired. That's consequence right. to every behavior. Choo -choo. Right, exactly. I'm speaking yeah. from that point. As far as if the N-word should be banned, that's a whole other conversation. But as far exactly. as him breaking some rule or something he signed and as part of his job, I think that's acceptable. Yeah, because he, he, yeah, he, um, he, he actually um, gave an apology, but he only apologized for um, using the the in in word in um social media. He says that he is not going to stop using it and that it's part of the um locker room culture and that's part of his culture and he sees nothing wrong with it. He's gonna keep keep using it but he's just not gonna use it in in um public anymore. I was like, okay. So Do you feel like you're first, on, do you feel like that the, these locker rooms, you know, in the NFL and the NBA, they're starting to be exposed uh, for it some is. Of the behind yeah, the same thing, same because of all the controversies that happened lately. Yeah, I, I think people. It's well, people he's a are becoming. Player, he? Who's that, he's a baseball player, right? Basketball player. Basketball. Oh, Matt. I'm sorry, Matt Barnes. Look, I'm, you know who I thought you were speaking of. Um, Matt Kemp. Yeah, Matt Kemp. I was getting uh -huh. those two. <laughs> The um the um Clippers. Oh, okay. LA Clippers. Yeah. LA Clippers. He needs to have but, um, several seats. Several seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's always doing something. Isn't he? He always has to do something for attention or just. He is always doing something. That's always surprising. I thought you were talking about uh, Matt Kemp. Yeah, my boy is somewhere. He's always doing something. Always, always. But yeah, so that's that's what's going on with with that. I personally don't, you know, don't like the N word, but at the same time, freedom of speech. I mean, if that's what he wants to say, yeah. whatever, that's him, not me. Uh, but yeah, so Shaq thinks that is fine, and so does Charles Barkley. So, all right, moving on. Did y'all hear about? Um, well, Stephen, I'm. You're going to mention it probably next um, with the um, George Zimmerman thing. I was going to ask you about that. What do you thought? Because I was going to ask you that. Man, uh, did you hear about the dude? Is like... Yeah, are you guys surprised? I mean, this is the third woman, the third woman since 2005 that has accused him of some kind of assault or domestic violence. Right. I mean, obviously and, something is wrong with dude, and. I guess I wasn't aware that he had some runnings with the law before 
even uh-huh. the Trevor Martin case, he was he got in a fight with a police officer. Told him he was defending his friend who was getting arrested. He had some other runnings with the law. He's just, I mean, he's. I wouldn't say he's an OJ, but he's worse than OJ. He getting arrested all the time. Exactly. He is a hothead. You gotta play with fire. You need to sit down somewhere. But you know what? That's what karma does. Yeah. 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 He's gonna end up getting. I think. Okay. I think he's gonna end up going to um to um prison this time. I mean, this it's just crazy, buddy. But honestly, y'all, it's almost like he's like flaunting it now. Like, yeah, I got away with um with a murder. Nah, 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 nah. You know, it's it's. You know what? Somebody said he's probably mentally ill. And he might be. He looks like it. Yeah, his something's about his eyes. Something's up with him. Yeah, it's it's not going all the way to the to the to the penthouse. The um, elevator is stuck on like the third floor. <laughs> There's nobody home. Lights are out. The power's off. <laughs> right. There's no the power's power in there. The power's <laughs> the off. Power's yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that he's having all these issues with these guns, you know. Again, now with his girlfriend. He, you know, uh, 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 allegedly put a put a shotgun to her head, and then with with his wife, he had a gun gun to um her head, and then with his um wife's father, he punched him in, in the nose. I mean, dude has has there is a pattern of violence here, and I. Mm-hmm. And you know, oh. when when that stuff went down with his girlfriend and and his. And I'm sorry, with his wife and her father, they said his girlfriend was there because she's in she's in the um, police report. Wow, wow. See, and just messy. This is just a, this is just. I bet tr- tr- Trayvon's parents are. are That's okay. Are, he's gonna he's just, gonna get up being locked up for a long time. It's just little stuff is happening now. Sooner or later, it's gonna turn into big stuff, and he's gonna be locked up for a long time. Yeah. It's only a matter yeah. of time. Oh yeah. I agree. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I I just thought that was that, that was just crazy. I mean, moving on, moving on. Um, what else was going on in sports? Oh, y'all, Kansas City lost. No more undefeated teams in the NFL. Kansas City has. Oh lost. yeah, I heard um, they lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kansas City lost to Denver, who to me is is the best team right now. So in the um, NFL, Peyton Manning. Go ahead, brother. Do your thing. And also wanted to talk quickly about um, LeBron James. He wants to uh, partner up with David Beckham and bring a Major League Soccer franchise to Miami. Oh, wow. I mean, that's yeah. the perfect place for it. He got, yeah, I bet you got a bunch of talents there. They play some soccer out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was thinking thinking that same thing, Ms. Parker. Like, that would be perfect. Soccer, yeah, Miami. Location. Oh, that's perfect. Perfect. So, Ron, hey, do it, man. Do it. And that's pretty much it. Oh, wanted to mention this also, Richard. Okay. I I heard about the um, Braves are supposed to be moving up to um, Cobb County within the next Cobb couple County, yeah. of years. And they, they're that going off. Yeah, that, going that is crazy to me. That is so crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't I understand mean, why nothing... because they just spent some money redoing Turner Field. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. Cobb County is buying the team. Who's going to go to Cobb County to watch a baseball game? Exactly. I guess. 
And they're the worst. It's a horrible location. Horrible location because if you're from out of town and you're in town for the weekend or you're in town for business, now you can actually get up and after work or whatever, you can actually walk to, walk to the game and it's exactly. successful. But you're in, in Cobb County, it's traffic, trying to get yeah. to Cobb County before the game it's starts, it's just mess. not going to work. And the, the police are crazy out there anyway. So. Right. Exactly. Nobody's going to want to be driving at the top. Nope, nope. And and then what what was cool also was was when um when 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 it was downtown they had the um shuttle buses like you know people would um get off at right. uh, at at five points and then catch the, the shuttle. I don't know what what they're gonna do now because Marta does you know the um, train does not go up to um Cobb County. I I guess people just like Miss Parker said if you don't have a car you out of luck so. Yeah, it's a mess. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a big crazy. mess. Big mess. But hey, it is what it is. All right. I guess in 2017 they'll be called the Mer- the Cobb County Braves or the <laughs> the Smyrna Braves, Marietta Braves. I don't know. But if, yeah, one of my friends, he's really mad. He's like, "What do I do with my hats? Can I still wear my Atlanta Braves hat?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Because they're not in Atlanta. It's not Atlanta. That's, that's no, crazy. I'm going to keep Atlanta name, though, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll keep Atlanta. Of course, of course. It's going to be yeah. Braves, but it can't call it Atlanta Braves because it's not in Atlanta. So it's going to be called Atlanta Cobb County Braves or whatever. Parker, I'm with you. If you're not in the city, well, everybody thinks that they're in Atlanta whenever they live in Cobb County anyway, Cobb and Douglas County and all that. Yeah, they all say Atlanta. I think Cobb County is buying it to put their name on it. Oh, for their name? Well, oh, okay. They're buying okay. the to put their name okay. on it. They're not going to be so able to change the name. I got you. Atlanta when they're buying it for that reason. Yeah, okay. Okay. The owners. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. okay. So maybe they'll change it to the um, maybe Georgia Braves or something. Make it like a whole state thing or something. That might be yeah. decent. I'm, it's it's just weird. It's the Atlanta Braves point blank period. It. Mm. All right. Anyway, yo, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Aaron Cosby. I repeat, Aaron Cosby. And boss, are we off next week? Ball next week for Thanksgiving. So have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll talk in two weeks, okay? Yes, sir. Oh, really, really quickly, okay. are um, you going to be visiting your uh, family for uh, Thanksgiving, Chris? Like, for what Christmas. are your plans for, for Christmas? Christmas? Okay, I'll, cool. I'll be there for Christmas for a week, so you know we got to get up at some point. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. All right, all right, y'all. Janaris, all, all right. yours. Have a good one. All right, thank you, Aaron. How you doing, Miss Ferguson? I'm all right. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Hey. <laughs> hey, Miss <Ms>. Parker. <laughs> and they got some great stuff for us? I do, I do. But just keep in mind that, um, you know, I just want to remind everybody that Black Friday is next Friday and yeah. Cyber Monday is the following Monday. So I know we'll be off next week. So I just want to yeah. go ahead and remind everybody now, um, there are going to be a lot of great deals out there. And, um, you know, there will be a lot of great deals online on Monday. So I've actually already started my Christmas shopping, but, um, you know, I'm hoping to finish before the month is out because I don't want to be dealing with all that mess. If I buy anything, I just want it to be for me. But, you know, right. that's just what I'm yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I did find a couple of good things out there, though, before um, before Black Friday. And also, 
one other thing I wanted to remind everybody, um, they are posting their ads now for Black Friday, and some people even have some online sales going on um, right now before Black Friday. Um, These are similar to the prices that they're going to have on Black Friday. So you might want to try to check out that. Just Google um, Black Friday 2013, and it will basically bring up every, every ad there is in the world. So just keep that in mind. But anyway, um, I'll go ahead and get on with my sales. So um, I, American Eagle Outfitters, um, if you shop there now, you can get 25 to 50% off of everything in the store, and that's online and in the store. Um, Lomas is having a sale today only, and um, if you shop online, this is an online-only sale, and if you shop online, you can get 30, 35% off of everything on the site, um, and that's, of course, men's clothing, women's clothing, um, shoes, everything, the whole nine yards. ASOS.com um, is having a sale now through the 22nd, and if you shop there, you can get 30% off of all of their party dresses, which is great for this time of year because, you know, if you want to go to any of those holiday parties, you can shop at ASOS and get 30% off. Plus, you can save $20 off any purchase of $130 or more, um, $30 off of any purchase of $175, and 40% off of any purchase of $200. So that's also something that you guys may want to um, try to check out. Um, BCBG Max Azria, this is just, this is not the end. This is not the stores in the mall, but instead this is the factory store, which is the outlet store. They're having a winter sale, and if you shop there now, you can save up to 70% off of your purchase. And, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever checked out the, the the factory outlet store, but they have a lot of great deals in there. So the fact that they're giving you up to 70% off of your purchase is just wonderful because you can save so much. Um, if you shop Gap, Old Navy, and Banana Republic now, through tomorrow you can save 30% off of everything um, in store and in stores and online. And if you're shopping online, you need to use code MARY. Um, of course, what, what a lot of stores are doing is they're trying to gear up for the holidays. And I don't know if you guys have ever noticed it, but for the holidays, what they'll do is they'll mark things up just to bring them back down. So a lot of stores are trying to, you know, get in, get in, get in on that a little early, and that's what Gap, Old Navy, and Banana Republic are doing. Um, and, again, that's code Mary. Um, today is the last day to shop Nine West and buy two, get 20% off of your purchase. So if you buy any two pairs of shoes, you can get 20, 20% off of your purchase. Um, today is the last day to shop Bloomingdale's and save 30% off of outerwear during their coat sale. So, of course, you know, temperatures are dropping, so this is the perfect time. Besides trying to look at outerwear, um, you know, of course, I always say to buy it off season, but you can if you can get a great price on it, why not buy it in season? And um, last but not least, J. Crew is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get an extra 40% off of all sale items. And you have to hurry because today is the last day for that sale. And um, being that it's 1030, of course, you can't go in stores right now. But you can shop online by using style time, that code. Okay? So that's all, right. all I have this evening. And they can find all that on budgetshopholic.com, and there will be a link on our Facebook page, The Stephen Night Show. This person, have a happy Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much. I'll tell you guys we're safe. I, I can't make that <laughs> Happy promise. Thanksgiving. I can't either. I can't either. <laughs> Have a good one.
All right, guys. All right. Have a good night. Nothing in particular. I was going to bring up the whole George Zimmerman thing, but um, we've already spoken about that. No big news, um, celebrity news-wise. Uh, right now, do you have anything that you wanted to bring up? No, I didn't. Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing, and even though it's not celebrity, but, you know, what's going on. Well, let me ask you, have you been watching what's going on with this mayor of Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that man is crazy. So you know, apparently he, uh, you know, there were accusations of him uh, smoking crack cocaine and. No, he all. admitted to it. He was caught on camera. What? Well, yeah, he finally he admitted, admitted to it. it. He finally admitted to it, but he said he doesn't have a problem. He said that he hadn't done crack in a year, and that you know that he had a drinking problem, but he's taking care of that. He's currently seeking help. The people of Toronto want him out. They want him not even to resign, but just to step down to take care of his issues and then come right. back. But he, and, right. he is, and he's saying that he's not going anywhere. He said he's good at his job. He loves his job. And that, uh, you know, he's not going anywhere. So do you think he should he should leave office? What, do, what are your thoughts? I don't think that he should um, – I don't think I don't think that he should still be in office, but I don't think it's more so the, peop, the people of Toronto want him to get help. But right. the council, the city council, wants him to resign. They wanted him to resign until, you know, they figured that the people of Toronto rather than want him to resign, they want him to just get help. So right. I think he should compromise and go step down and get some help. But I will say this, you know, I, you know, you know me, I read and do check on both sides. Mm-hmm. He has been the most successful mayor of Toronto, period, as okay. far as growing, growing the economy. So as far as his job is concerned, maybe his personal life has yeah. been a mess. But as far as his job is concerned, and you know I'm big on doing your job, right. his job, he's done a great job. So I think, you know, I, of course I do think he's he's a little off because I mean, he's just beyond TV just acting up. I mean, but, he's to lay down in the city council. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, he acts up. He's definitely a character. And I mean, it is weird uh-huh. because when I first saw on TV, I'm like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Right. The city council meeting was just, I mean, it seemed like it was a Jerry Springer uh, uh, episode. So I think as far as that is concerned, he's embarrassing the city. So he needs to step away, get himself together. Obviously, he's good at, at doing his job. Get, yeah. Step away, get yourself together, and then come back. You, I mean, you don't have to resign. They're not asking you to resign at this point. They're asking you to go get help. But get he help, doesn't right. want to take time off. So I think that's, you know, a little off. But, yeah, that's saw that on TV. I was just like, I can't. <laughs> well, the part when he said, I mean, I, he said they didn't ask me if I do crack. They said, have, they said, no, he, they, no, yeah, have, do I do crack? They asked me, am I doing crack? And I'm not doing crack. I haven't done crack in a year. That's just so, <laughs> crazy. To me. But anyway, so you, see, I'm saying, did you see his brother? Yeah, his brother went off today. His brother went off on them uh, too. Yeah, he was. His brother's very loyal. But I heard his brother wants him to step down. Temporarily, but he's just supporting his brother, you know, his brother. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll we'll hear more about this uh, by our next show. But let's take a quick commercial break. We'll come back and discuss with our panel what the key to it. You're listening to the Steve. You're listening to the Steve and Night Talk Show. On EOTM Radio. 
You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. What makes a relationship successful? Tonight we have a panel of couples from different walks of life and experiences to tell us their key to a successful relationship. And let me start off with our first couple. Not only are they married, but they also run businesses together. They have Atlantic City Fashion Week and Fashion Style Magazine. Please help me welcome Lamont and Jenna Bowling. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, guys. How are you all doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. Sitting here relaxing and uh, listening to the show up to this point. Okay, okay. Well, we appreciate that. So, listen, before we bring in the other couple, tell us how you all met and, you know, how long you've <laughs> been together. Tell us all that. Um, we actually met at a, at a job prior uh, that we had before we even got into the uh, the whole fashion industry thing. I was actually a basketball coach, uh, coaching some kids uh, in a local town here in Jersey, and um, my wife was uh, hired as a cheerleading coach. So, okay. um the cheerleading thing never happened, um, <laughs> but, but, but we ended up working together, and as they say, I guess the rest is history. Okay, okay. Let me ask you, because and that was a hot topic for us uh, in our Facebook page today, how did, how did you all make it work working together? Um, that was tough. Yeah, that's uh, tough. You, you know, it, in, in the beginning, in the beginning, it was tough because we met on the job, and you know, when you're in somebody else's situation, you know, working for, uh, working for the school system, whatever, it, it, it's kind of tough. Now that we have our own business together, it, many, 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 many years later, it's a lot easier. I mean, we make it work. We run a business together very successfully, and you know, we're we're just yin and yang to each other. Are you Can all I- able? to? I'm sorry, go ahead, I was going to say, and I think at the beginning of a relationship, you're kind of like getting to know each other, and you have to build up that trust and everything, so it's, it's hard at the beginning. Um, now, 20 years into it, uh, we're, we're each other's best friend, and we don't even have any of those concerns. Okay, okay. So, because, you know, the question we asked, we asked can you work with your spouse or significant other, and most people are like, no. <laughs> I, need a, I need a break. I need a break. But but it seems to work for you all. You know, you're, you have a successful business, and so the, was, did it ever? Did it have to get get to that point, or was was it always okay? Like once you all started your business, once we started our business, it has always been pretty much okay because we have okay. that. We, we we have that solid trust for each other. I need I need a partner that I can trust a hundred percent with 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 everything. Right. And my wife's the same, you know, and, you know, maybe it would be different if it was somebody else's money that we were investing in this. <laughs> exactly, but, you know, yeah. we, we really have to have that trust because it, it's, it's, it's our baby. You know, we gave birth to this thing. And we're okay. both passionate about it equally, and it's always about the brand. It's, it's not about, you know, myself or Lamont. It's always about the brand. So we always put, um, the, you know, our best foot forward, and it's always about the interest of our company being successful. So. We, I mean, we bounce ideas off each other all the time before we make any, you know, decisions. We discuss it, and that's the way we are. It's just, it's a business. Um, but we how do you, have, I'm sorry, how do, you balance, how do you balance marriage, no one to cut it off, and to work? You know, or know when 
you know, when to establish that parameter work business, I mean, marriage business? I don't think we ever cut it off. Okay. <laughs> to be okay. honest with you, because we are always working on the business, even when we're in the car, um, you know, just we could be going to the mall or something, we're still discussing what is next that we could do to make Atlanta City Fashion Week bigger. Um, okay. You know, even though that's free time for most people, we're still doing business. And exactly. because yeah. we're married, I guess it's easy to do. It's not like I'm bugging my partner and saying, oh, I just yeah. have a new idea. We're you right. know we're always together, so I can say, honey, you know what? I just thought of this. We are okay. constantly always thinking about the business, and we're always discussing it. All right. Well, let's bring on our second couple. We our second couple. They're a same-sex couple with two children. Uh, acclaimed director Pillar. Let me sure I pronounce her last name correctly. Is it Paras and her partner uh, yeah. Kayla Nichols? Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you all doing, ladies? We're great, thank okay. you. Hey, you doing? I have to apologize to you guys. We had to uh, actually set our phones to wake up. We have two little babies, and uh, so we went to bed with them, and we had to set our phone, <laughs> set our alarm to uh, wake up. <laughs> to wake up. Ten, ten is ten thirty is late for us these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, with two kids, I can imagine. Trust me. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. So tell us, how did you all meet, and how long have you all been together? Um. So this is Pilar speaking, and um, we we met about seven years ago, actually in Atlantic City at a straight uh, bachelorette uh, party that neither one of us actually wanted to attend, but we ended up both being there, and the, the rest is pretty much history. We've been there, we've been together ever since. Wow, wow! So, and you have young children. How, how old are your children again? Yeah, we have a uh, two and a half year old and a one, an almost one year old. Okay. So, now, yeah. you know, obviously in the last, I would say maybe a year and a half, it seems like a hot-button topic is same-sex marriage and, you know, the rights all associated with that. Are you all married? We are. We actually um, had a civil union about four years ago, and okay. and then we're, we're, we were married uh, actually, well, we were, had a civil union in New Jersey, and then we're married up in Vermont a little bit later. But, you know, now that New Jersey has rights, we're legally married in New Jersey as well. well congratulations. Thank now, you. Thanks. And I, one of my questions when I was, you know, just uh, doing research for this show, you know, it's, it's been a lot of issues around the same-sex marriage and what state will allow and what not. Did that at any time cause any kind of added stress to your union prior to it being, you know, have you all having the rights? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think um it always plays a part, right? I think you kind of figure out in where your limitations are, where you would live in the United States and, and actually even abroad. I mean, I work for Reuters, the news agency, and, you know, we had opportunity before we had children to, to, to move abroad, maybe to move to Japan or um, in London is, uh, for a short time for my work. And I, I kind of decided that it wasn't the right place for us because um, we, we did plan on having children soon after getting married. And... Um, we just didn't have those rights, and so we really wanted to, to to be in a place where we were protected and the kids were protected. So that always plays, you know, into our, our mindset, whether, you know, subconsciously or not. Yeah, it's just not, you know, it's not only where we are protected, but you worry about what your children will hear around you, and so you kind of want to be in a place where, you know, they support your marriage so that you can turn around and, and show your children, you know, like, you know, we are married, and, and they see that, and they have other friends who have potentially, you know, um, parents who are same-sex and stuff. Okay, okay. That was my question. So your community, uh, you know, 
in these neighborhoods, you know, you have a community that, that accepts your, your family uh, for, for who, who you are. Yeah, I think that stems from our, our families. You know, we had a wedding and everybody was there, and, you know, I think that's where it started uh, for us to have this complete openness. But we just moved, um, you know, basically from San Francisco, where everything is quite open, back to New Jersey, where, where I grew up. And um, so we're trying to, um, you know, find that community. We have it in Philadelphia, um, but we're definitely trying to find a, a little bit different community at this point. You know, one more family-oriented. Um, like I said, we don't, we don't, we're not hitting the town at night anymore. We're kind of hitting the playground. The day. Right. Yeah, so it's just yeah. a different, it's a different um, uh, network. But I, I, we haven't run into any issues. I mean, I think we're just, you know, we're just us. And I think one of the, the one of the biggest lessons I ever heard from somebody who was a same-sex parent, you know, 20 years before I ever was, she said to me, you know, you have to be really, really out. You know, you don't want your kid. You, you know, you need to be so out in the open that that it's very comfortable for your kids to know that, so that we're not hiding behind anything. You know, I think that's right. key for them. So yeah, wherever we are, I mean, we're still us, and we're still this family of four. So it's, you know, um, I think we're, we would be hard. I mean, we're not we're not the same people to kind of hide behind any of that anyway. We go to parent teacher conferences, and they know right away that you know we're their parents. Do your children at any have they ever come to you? Uh, and you both carried your own children. Well, I know you're, they're your children as a couple, but you all carried your children. Is that correct? Yeah, we each carried one. Yeah. Yeah. Each carried one. Yeah. 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 Have, have, they, have they ever come to you and you know with any questions? You know. Uh, you yeah, know, I think maybe, so. Okay. A little bit. Our two-and-a-half-year-old definitely recognizes that people have different kinds of families, for sure. You know, he understands that some people have, you know, fathers and mothers and and, you know, we try to talk to them about, like, yeah, some people, you know, are raised by their grandmothers and some, you have, you know, a mom and a mama. Um, the other one's a little bit too young, but I right. think we're going to have a whole host of questions as he starts going, you know, <laughs> further in school. And stuff. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's quite easy. Like, we just started sending him to, to a preschool this year, you know, and, oh, and wow. you know, it's, it's, it's a, like, they understand, like, right away, like, oh, wait, Emily has a mom and a dad. And we're like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's like, uh, it's just talking about some people have grandparents that raise them, and you know it's just like all these different variations of family today, and uh, it makes it a little bit easier for us, really. I mean, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm well, sure we're gonna have home. a lot of questions. I'm sure of it. I'm sure, and then that's that's what I'm wondering because you know when you start getting to the the uh, middle school age, I'm sure you have a lot of questions, but... Yeah, but you know, like with all... your radio station, you guys want us to call in then. Well, I'm sure we'll have a different story. Right. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, it's just like, you know, I think the person's right, you know, that as parents, you you all have to make the make it seem like, you know, there's nothing wrong. We're we're good. We're our family. And right, yeah. that's, the children don't feel any kind of feel any kind of way, you know, uh, because their parents, they have confident parents, so... so yeah, I, and and the younger generations, they're you know they they don't really care as much either. Right. I mean, it's just yeah. like part of their they they you know it's just you know the, it's even moving more to like tr- accepting transgender and it's all moving mm-hmm. in the right direction for kids at a much younger age, which is really good for all the issues that the the teens have been facing when they're coming out of the closet and the suicide rate. I mean, all right. of that yeah. stuff. I mean, it's it's uh it's got to get get better for, for for them. I know. I mean, it's it's yeah. it, it's not it's not easy. 
Yeah, because they were losing a lot of children to, you know, the bullying or associated with, you know, uh, bullying, gangs. Yes. What, it's uh, unbelievable, exactly. the bullying. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, let's bring on our, our third couple uh, briefly. Let's see. He is an actor, musician, artist manager, and she is a singer and musician as well. And she was previously on our show before. Uh, please let me welcome Davey Reigns. And they're actually engaged. Let me say that. They're currently engaged. Davey Reigns. <laughs> And Ayami Perry, welcome to the show. Did you say, wait, did you say Davey? My mother only calls me Davey. <laughs> That's what Davey. she gave me. No. <laughs> That's what no. she gave me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a David. David. It's a David. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. Thank you for having us. We'll call you, I'll call you David. I'll call you David. David and Ayami, welcome So tell us how you, all, how you all met and how long you've been together. Well, we've been together for about four years and four months. Yep. Okay. And we actually met on MySpace Music by accident. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Social media. Huh? Social media. Who knew? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was interesting because I was working with a producer out in L.A. at the time, and um, he was saying, you know, okay, just add as many people as possible so you could get a lot of traffic flow on your uh, music site. And so I was just adding a couple of people, actually not a couple, but probably hundreds of people <laughs> per day. Right, yeah. Um, and I had stopped on David's profile, and I saw his photo. I was like, okay, um, let me just check this out. <laughs> um, he has, like, a tight T-shirt and some muscles, you know, showing everything. Wait, what was what was that? I said David would promote more than music and acting. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. Exactly, but I uh, took time and I went on his page and I read his um, bio and you know listened to his music and I was like, wow, this is a really interesting guy. And um, I ended up friending him and messaging him. And uh, you messaged back, and it just kind yeah, of Yeah, the dialogue started, talked about her producer she was working with, and actually that ended up not working too well just no. because of, uh, you know, with just the, the sensitivity of exactly what direction she wanted to go. Because, you know, initially MySpace Music was actually that kind of escape from the typical social where you were just kind of exactly. like, we're, we're here just to meet people. It was actually to actually connect musically. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Exactly. Um, we, you know, the conversation was strongly about that until I kind of snuffed that one, <laughs> that one email in. Like you're kind of cute, exactly. you know? right? Yeah. <laughs> and but, you can sing. Oh, what's that? I said, and you can sing. You cute, and you can sing. And you can sing. She can, cause she can sing. She can. You don't sing. She sang. Sang. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So we were both very impressed with each other's work, and and uh, so the dialogue got really comfortable and just decided to take a chance and meet in person, and that was kind of like the chemistry was immediate. And you know what? It's actually interesting because I'm from the Bay Area um, originally, and David is from New York. Um, So we had a long-distance relationship. Oh, yeah, for three years, Yeah, just about three, three three and a half years, Mm -hmm. 3,000 miles apart. Yep. And uh, roughly, yeah, roughly every month or month and a half, one of us would travel to the other, and just kind of make sure that we were getting it, getting to see each other and physically connect while we were developing the the kind of the, the basically the basis of the relationship, which yeah. it actually ended up being thicker and deeper when she actually moved. She moved to Philadelphia because we're here now in Philly, and okay. uh, 
she moved here last November, and um, that was literally the first time that we were able to spend day in and day out together and really get a feel of each other as far as, like, day-to-day life. Exactly. Uh, so a whole other story. <laughs> talk about, Roy, I was going to ask you, talk about the transition, you know, seeing someone, you know, once a month to, okay, now you're here. <laughs> you know, we're here together all the time. Yeah. Was that a transition <laughs> or how was that? You know, it's interesting. You know, there's the old saying about distance makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. So right, yeah. there's, there's actually some truth to that because you you get to know what it's like to, to miss a person, be without them, uh, understand what it's like to – to kind of have that, not the you know the the desperate I won't I won't be without you, but to actually know what it's like to I don't want to be without you, exactly. right. you know. Yeah. And uh, so once you're together, you get it's basically you get to act out in person in front of each other how deeply you you've grown to feel about each other uh, with the distance. And so you know now it's what are we we're talking about a year and. A couple of months now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, because November last year. That's true. Actually, it's a year since she's a been. A year, yeah. Yeah, it's been a year. We were adding a couple of months because we just got engaged in July. So when you – thank you, thank you. So when we uh, – we we were listening to the other couples that have been together for a lot of time. <laughs> so we we're, we're feel like little babies here. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, you know, that, that, that time of being – you know, face to face after being separated for such a you know such long periods of time, um, it, I guess it's going to be many many years before that feels like it's it's old. It's just kind of wild. Cause we're, yeah. What were you well, gonna say? I was going to say I don't think that I want to even say that it's going to feel old because I feel the relationship that we're in, like we just really balance each other out. Um, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. That was another thing that we discovered. Like, you know, long-distance relationships where you see each other once a month, you know, like, you don't see, you know, every angle of one another, you know, at the time. But then once, you know, I moved and we moved in together, um, it's a whole other thing. You see each other 24-7. Exactly. Exactly. uh, I was going to add, add, do you think you would have gotten engaged if you never – Lived in the same city. Like if you if if you if you all didn't take that risk to move to the same city, do you think you'd be engaged today? Well, being the one that um, actually pushed the engagement, I, I made that move. I guess I would have to okay. answer this, right? Uh, I, I think I think that I would have anyway. It was actually at the time it was kind of a mix of like okay. We've been through a lot. I mean, like, you know, life as, as musicians and, and writers and, and as artists, uh, we're not business people, although we are in the business of ourselves and of our craft, but we're not nine to five business people. So we pull our careers, our life, and our success, we pull it out of the air. We create it on a daily basis. It's rough, <laughs> you know, and at yeah. sometimes it's really, really lovely too. You know, we have some beautiful, you know, beautiful terrain that we ride in this career, but We've watched each other and supported each other through every part of it, and um, I just couldn't, like, it's just I couldn't picture a better partner, a more strong and loving being to to spend the rest of my life with. So it's it was it was kind of like common sense, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. It's like, you know, we we've been through this stuff, and and, and here we are, and she's here, mm-hmm. and we're building this now together. And come on, man, like let's yeah. do the, you know, like let's we, just. We, all right. we, through the long-distance relationship of being 3,000 miles away. And there are personal, you know, stories 
um, you know, and do- downfalls in our personal lives where we really Absolutely. support one another. And, you know, I just feel like just coming out of that and, and loving each other day to day, you know, yeah. it just really proves, you know, I think the longevity of, of you and I. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, I, and I know that y'all be together forever. Now, as artists, I know, because I am one, that we are very sensitive about our stuff. <laughs> so, are you, able, are you all able to take, are you able to provide uh, constructive criticism and take it and hear your fiancé? Yeah. Yes. We, it's funny you say that because <laughs> we, just, um, we just worked on a song together. It's a song that I wrote uh, about six years ago, and I kind of put it on my back burner of my songwriting, and I hear me just really fell in love with it and wanted to re-record it. And okay. um, she also wanted me to be part of the production. So we just, uh, she like just blew it away. She kind of like uh, re, she like gave the song new life and breathed herself into it to the point where it's, it's just a whole nother song. It's like, it's her song, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was, it took, you know, that was, it was also originally my baby, you know? So it was like, <laughs> you know, handing your baby off to somebody and someone else oh, putting yeah. different clothes yeah. on it. Yeah, so, uh, but I was willing to do that because I, I, I'm just willing to give her everything, first of all. And second of all, I also just trust, you know, who she is as an artist as well. So it was a mix of, you know, I, I've, I've just told her that she's got me for life. So oh, why, wow. would I be stingy, why would I be stingy on a song, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so, you know, okay. uh-huh. No, no, okay. go ahead. I, I didn't catch you off. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So no, but that that was kind of the concept about you know, like you asked, like you know, are we able to take each other's criticism? And you know, right. I was able to hear from her. At one point, she was like, "Well, I don't hear a chorus in that song." And so I was when I wrote the song, I was going through a very hippie stage where I didn't need a chorus. I just needed melody and the spirit, and you just keep moving with it. And uh, she was like, "Ah, uh, no, we need, it needs a chorus." So. Uh, you know, I was, able, <laughs> so I was able to sit back and go, all right, babe, go ahead. And then not only that, I supported and wrote a whole new guitar part to support her written chorus okay. to add to the song. So we actually, because of being able to listen and trust each other, we were able to make the song even better. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. But, you know, on our, our day-to-day lives, like, we just, like, approach each, you know, um, idea or, or whatever comes our way with an open mind and we listen to one another's opinions. And that goes, you know, the same way in the studio. Like, with a song, you want what's best for the song. It's like a baby, you know? So um, we we have our own ideas and our own concepts, but uh, we really kind of listen to each other and, you know. Yeah. Um, it's it's always like people worry about the differences. And what I've learned, I've matured in this relationship. You know, this is the first time I've ever been this committed, devoted to anyone. So it's okay. new to me too, you know what I mean? I'm, and I'm, I'm open to the experience of uh, allowing, you know? But, right. Yeah, but um, the thing is, is that, you know, the differences that we have are actually the blessing. Like, you don't want someone to be exactly how you are. I mean, we, we laugh at each other. You know, we, I laugh at how she'll respond to something. She laughs at how I'll respond to something. Uh, we don't stay angry for more than a couple of minutes, and, yeah. you know, we allow it to go. It doesn't mean enough. To, to make right. it alter exactly. alter who we are for each other. So, you know, it's just, it's a, you know, day-to-day learning process. But really it's about accepting the differences and, and, and making that the blessing. You know, I'm, I'm glad she's different. 
you know. And listen to one another. That's a big thing. Yeah. You know, I'm excited about all three couples because it seems like, you know, you all have very different backgrounds and very different stories, but there's a lot that you all have in common that you have differently. But let me let me go back to Lamont and Jenner uh, briefly. In your opinion, what is the key to a successful relationship? Um, communication. I mean, that's an easy thing. You, you just have communication. To, yeah, absolutely. Communication. You have to get beyond that. Uh, that that honey, what's wrong? Nothing. Honey, what's wrong? Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, that that. That that's something that happens, you know, very early in 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 in, the, in relationship. And you know, Gina and I have been together for so long. I mean, I could I could walk into a room without her even saying. You already anything. know. Yeah. And, and <laughs> knowing what something is immediately out of kilter. Uh-huh. You know, and, yeah. You know, make the adjustment. So you you just know, but communication is is key, a hundred percent. I think you Gina. also have to. I think you also um, have to remember that. Just like you have your wants, your partner has their wants, and you need to make it a point to know exactly what it is that makes them feel good. And, I mean, it could be simple as good morning, you know, um, I love you five times a day. Whatever it is, I think you have to make it a point to remember to do those things. You don't just do it at the beginning of the relationship. You do it throughout the relationship, and you got to keep it going. Do you, in a sense, have to be vulnerable to your your partner or your spouse's, uh, you know, emotions and, and, and what they're going through, do you have to be vulnerable to that? Because, you know, a lot of times in relationships we put up this wall, oh, they're not going to do that to me, I'm going to let them do that to me. But do you have to be open and, and vulnerable to that, in your opinion? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, it, and that, again, that comes back to the communication. You should be, you know, you should be able to talk, to your husband, wife, uh, fiance, whoever it is, and tell them, express to them the way you feel, and that person should be able to receive it the right way and be able to be there for you. I think it is you have to be vulnerable. You just can't have this wall up. And, and as a guy, you can't have this tough exterior, and like, I'm not going to cry, you know, something that's yeah, said. Yeah. Actually, you know, Lamont mom just passed away last week. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. So sorry. Yeah, thank you. It was it was it was really tough. And um, Lamont is the baby out of three siblings, and you know him and his mom had a, a special relationship. And you know what he said? You know, before he went, he actually gave his some you know words um, at the funeral. And before he went up at the beginning, he kind of choked up and almost started crying. And then mm-hmm. he put himself and he he gave a speech and he did a great job. And when he sat down, he was like, honey. I'm sorry, I was going to I said, honey, you don't owe me an apology. That's your mom. Right, yeah. I mean, exactly. if you need to cry, you go ahead and cry. Um, nobody's going to make you feel bad because of that. You know, that's your mother. That's the one that brought you into this world. So you need to cry. You go ahead and cry. You don't have to be tough for me. You know, you're right. human. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think it, I definitely think it's important. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Pillar Kalen, what's what's been the what's been the key to you you all success in, in the seven years you all been together? Oh my God! Well, prior to kids, it was probably a lot different. Right now, all I can think of is it's just time. Um, you know, you can let your your job or your children or anything kind of like take over your life, and they're kind of all consuming sometimes. But you just have to, even if you're exhausted and and um, you don't think you can 
find the time you do you you let the babysitter come over take the kids screaming and then you just go and just just spend time with each other because when you're happy you know your children are happy or when you yourself are happy your marriage is happy so you kind of have to right. put put yourselves first you have to put your marriage first sometimes and and it's just time for us really absolutely because you know children and you see it happen all the time when uh when a relationship when the couple has children they consume your world, and it becomes like the children graduate, and then the parents have nothing in common because their life was so invested in their children. So it, yeah. it is important to to have that what date night and and to have that yeah. relationship outside the children. How, how it do you sounds all so simple. It just sounds so simple. Oh, you have right. a date night, like duh, you know. But I think people yeah. fall into the same trap of just you know like their kids come first, and you actually have to kind of be selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and uh, David and Ayami, what's been what's been the uh, <laughs> been the the, the 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 team that's made it successful for you all uh, at four years at this point? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, you know, uh, as we said, we're kind of the we've been together the the shortest amount of time of everybody on the panel, and we're kind of learning as we go. Um, but one of the major things um, that we were doing from the very beginning is paying attention to the other person. Like for instance, if, if you pay attention to the needs and, and what the other person needs and, and, and listening to what they need and, and being aware of what makes them happy and remembering details of what makes them happy and enjoy things. If both of you are doing that, then you're both taken care of. So you don't have to worry about me, 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 me. Cause any kind of relationship where you're talking about me, I want me, me, I need, you're going to end up separating each other. So, if you take care of the other person's needs, then both of you are taken care of. And that's just a, a basic kind of uh, philosophy that we developed together. I don't know if we, you know, we don't know if it's, if it's, you know, the right thing for everybody, but that's what, you know, works. Really. Actually, I'm going to add something to it. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. Yes. Um, I also think that the key to a successful relationship, uh, and I, I believe we touched bases on this um, in the beginning with communication, is definitely a big factor, yeah. you know, in yeah. a, a relationship that, that withstands. And I believe also laughter, as you kind of tell with us, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Laughter is definitely key to a, I believe, to a long-lasting relationship, and we still have years to, to go. <laughs> right. Many years yeah. to go. But a lot of crow's feet. A lot of crow's feet around the eyes. For you, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah only for me. I'm the only one. I'll... <laughs> well, it seems but, like yeah. you're, you know, you're off to a great start, and you know, I, I, I really want to thank all three couples because for being on it, and, and obviously, you know, for me, I'm a single guy, but all three of you are giving me hope that there is somebody out there for me that I can laugh with, I can sing to, I can have kids with, I can start my own business with. So I want to thank you all for coming on, coming on tonight and just sharing your stories. And, you know, I wish you nothing but success in your relationships and that you all be together for eternity. So uh, thank you. Thanks so much. Man. We wish you the same. Yeah, I thank you very that. much. All right, thank you. All right, you all have you. a good night. You all too. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 All right. We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with Stephen Playlist after this. You're listening to The Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now.
You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. It's time to go on to Stephen's Playlist. We receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured during this segment. If you want to be featured, please email us at thestephenightshow at gmail.com. Attach one or two uh, songs, I'm sorry, in your bio, one or two promotional pictures. Now, remember, all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. The first song is my current single, currently on iTunes and Amazon and digital media, called Never Know. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist. Mine. It's true. 
is that enough? I guess we'll never know. Oh, 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 Camera, I adjust 
keep moving instead of sitting around and getting stuck. Do what you gotta do just to make that extra buck. Even if you out of even luck, if you out of luck, on to that faith and let it pull you up. Pull you Don't up. let the evil in this world determine when you self-destruct. Know that you gon' make it, you were made for greatness. Now it's up to you to step out and just embrace it. Gotta dream, get out there and just go chase it. It's never given, you just have to take it. Realize you have to be real and the things you do and the things you and do. Only then it can become real for you, real for you. I bet you're trying to figure out life. Wondering what the people telling you is right. Cause everybody says that and says this. But don't nobody know shit. I bet you want to see the light. Well, you can be the one that's shining so bright. Go keep moving, keep going. They said this world is full of mystery But if you look back in the books of history All you see is pain and misery So fight to see a better day Inspire just to make a way Try to give instead of take away If it puts you down, do you And not the non-believers straight away Always had the thought of peace and love And not the word hate Always pick the right decision So you can always motivate If someone tells you wrong from the right They're just a deceiver Don't listen to them Cause they'll end up last place In the winner's race Always eat the festivals Up off your dinner just remember every step you take decide your own fate And sometimes once you make that choice It can be too late, it can be too late Now I know we all make mistakes But don't let the good choices slip away Cause that could be the day of your greatness To where you rise and soar above the sky So use your knowledge to apply Then I promise you can be way past, past fly, fly I bet you're trying to figure out life Wondering what the people telling you is right Cause everybody says that and says this But don't nobody know shit I bet you wanna see the light You can be the one that's shining so bright Go keep moving, keep going Sit back and look at the bigger, brighter picture. Brighter picture. The ones that got real love for you, with you. For you, with you. world can get cold and lonely. So make sure you're the one and only. That is the person with the plan. With the make plan. sure you hold your own life in your own hand. Own so hand. that you are strong and you can make a stand. And when they don't get it, you can make them understand. Believing only you would know the real meaning of what is true. What is it true. doesn't matter about what you did. It only matters about what you do. About what you now do. from this point on in life, make your notes with me and raise up your right. I will forever keep away the dark and walk in the light. Life something greater than me in this form of life. life. And therefore, against the struggle, I will keep up the fight. fight. So wherever I go after this, my soul will be pure light so I can shine bright. Shine bright. I bet you're trying to figure out life. Wondering what the people telling you is right. Cause everybody says that and says this. But don't nobody know she I bet you wanna see the light So you can be the one that's shining so bright Keep going, keep moving, keep going, keep moving This song is dedicated to all the people in the world who have dreams and angles Never give up through the hard times And in the end, the sun is always gonna shine Know that the Lord our God that you believe in will walk with you through it all is also dedicated to the have not, who have not found their way yet. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Keep going and keep going. You will reach the destination that you seek. To the kids that are ghetto, keep your head up high. Nothing will change unless you make a change.
conversation Tell them plenty sexual frustration Fuck faces looking at her heart and not being patient Oh, really though, you drink, you smoke Get a hit, get a hit, fly high Not coach, keep high, sit back I'm dry, let me know, on the couch On the bed, on the floor, they go They win, it's a win, we go We toast to the game, no game We both really grown, I'm saying You play, I mean, I dang To my own beat, to the beat, lift up your hands Oh, baby. 
TLT meant to be. Listen, I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. I want to thank our couples, our lovely couples. We had three awesome couples, you know, and like I said, it really made me feel like, you know, wow, people are falling in love and are raising families and, you know, making things happen together. So shout out to our three couples for joining us tonight and sharing their experiences. Uh, to you at home, thank you for joining us. To the Stephen I Show, uh, Ms. Parker, Chike, Aaron, Adam, Janera, and, of course, EOTM, Carla B. Uh, I want you all to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Try not to overeat. It's just one day. Try not to eat till you can't breathe anymore. I'm going to do my best to make sure I don't go, go in too hard. Uh, we will actually be rerunning our episode with um, – with uh, Miss Braxton, uh, Evelyn Braxton, next week. So for those that missed that wonderful interview, she's a great lady, definitely check us out next week for that. And I'm going to plug my single one more time because I'm very proud of it. Never Know is now available on iTunes, Amazon. Download the song. You'll love it. You'll love it, especially if you've been through a relationship at a crossroads. It might speak to you. It might speak to you. But anyway, I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. I hope you have a Awesome, awesome week, an awesome holiday, Thanksgiving. And remember, there's always something to be thankful for because your story could be a lot worse than someone else's. But until we meet again, have a great week, and God bless. Good night. I can't find love.